Hey everybody, welcome to another one of our IFTD conversations. Today we've got uh, Captain Benny Blanco out of Florida. He uh, works closely with Captains for Clean Water, um, great fishing guide, a uh, lot of fly fishing and all that good stuff. So we're going to talk to him about fishing in Florida, his experience at IFTD, and then some recent activity with the uh, Captains for Clean Water movement and all that stuff. So Benny, why don't you go ahead, you know, introduce yourself, where you fish, and how long you've been fishing there, all that good stuff. Sure. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. Um, Benny Blanco, I'm a full-time fishing guide in Everglades and Biscayne National Parks. I've been doing it since 1998, um, aging myself quite <laughs> readily. Yep. Um, my 24th year in in South Florida guiding, and, um, you know, in South Florida, it's a he- there's a huge community, huge outdoor fishing community. Mm-hmm. Every person in South Florida loves the water, is around yeah. the water. Our lives are intricately tied to the health of the water. Absolutely. Yeah. What's your favorite part about the Everglades? Oh my God. Getting yeah. lost. Yeah. <clears throat> you know, the fishing is epic. It's, mm-hmm. I've been a lot of places and fished, you know, I've experienced a lot of the, a lot of the, you know, world-class fisheries that you travel to destination fisheries. And, um, I mean, nothing compares. Yeah. The, the Everglades is special. Yeah. I've, uh, I fished a couple times and is the 10,000 Islands south of the Everglades or how does that compare to that? 10,000 Islands is the Northwest corner of the Everglades. Gotcha. I fish on the Southeast corner. Okay. So, uh, I fish predominantly in Florida Bay, which is between Flamingo, which is the Southern port of Everglades and Isla Mirada. Okay. So it's the 550 square miles of flats between Everglades, you know, mainland Everglades where they see the swamps and the, and the mangroves and the keys. Gotcha. And then does your, what you're targeting depend on the year a lot in terms of when you're fishing? Um, a little bit. Okay. You know, our, most of our species are, are available at 360. Sure. Um, 360. Three, <laughs> 365. 365 days a year. <laughs> I'm, I am the third day at ITD. My brain is oh, working. Yeah. But um, most of our species are available all year long. Okay. Awesome. And, um, you know, there are seasons for some of the better species as far as size goes mm-hmm. for example our tarpon our big tarpon are in town seven of the 12 months a year and then you can find them sometimes over the next couple months but you can find bonefish permit snook redfish all year long mm-hmm. gotcha and what's your favorite thing to target you know that's a loaded question uh-huh. yeah. because you know when the big tarpon are in town and they're in the in the glades there's yep. nothing that's better yep but then in the spring when all the bonefish are are in their big schools and they're tailing everywhere that's it's hard to beat that. Absolutely. And then when the perimeter is slicked out in the summertime and the perimeter finning up everywhere, it's yeah. hard to beat that. Like, I can go on and on and on. <laughs> so there isn't, I don't have a favorite. I, I think my favorite is whatever's really great right now. Yeah, definitely. Um, so getting into a little bit about Captains for Clean Water, um, mm-hmm. what is Captains for Clean Water to get started and where are they really focusing their efforts? Yeah, grassroots effort mm-hmm. started by fishing guides. Okay, yeah. Uh, understanding that our water you know, the, our, our management of water practices in the state of Florida is damaged. Mm-hmm. It's been damaged for over a hundred years. We have organizations that have, that have stayed their claim and, you know, trying to fix it, trying to redirect water where it needs to be. And they've done a decent job, but, but we realize there's something absolutely missing. And the missing component was passion. Mm-hmm. It was people who actually love the water. You know, you know, and what I've seen is the biggest difference going to Tallahassee and DC all the time is the biggest difference is the storytelling aspect. Mm-hmm. You know, the the guide who has built his entire life, whose family, you know, relies on the health of the estuary 
explaining to these these legislators that everything they do affects our lives. Right. And um, it's 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 a powerful movement um, based on that. Based on based on the real stakeholders speaking up for the places they love. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think it's a great point because passion is huge and a lot of environmental movements don't necessarily have that. Um, but capture clean water is one that's been in, done an incredible job and um, it links really well to the pebble mine movement because right. it's a similar situation. And I mean, we've talked about it already today, but you know, there was a great award given out last night at the Drake awards for the movie ever and in between. And, uh, it did a great job of showing that passion really drives people and yeah. it's really incredible to see. Um, so what's your role within capture clean water or, you know, what do you do with them? I am, I am, I've been named the voice of Florida Bay. Ah, okay. Um, so I, you know, I'm one of the out, most outspoken guides in South Florida with regards to environmental issues and mm-hmm. water quality issues. Um, I've been a supporter of captains from the very beginning. Um, every time I've gone to Tallahassee or DC, I, it's been in some capacity with captains. Um, I, I never wanted to be on the payroll, mm-hmm. uh, you know, part of the organization for for the reason that I, I believe it gives more power to the the, the words I speak if I'm a fishing guide. Right. And I'm a fishing guide. I, I'm on the water 250 days plus a year, um, which is down, unfortunately, because I have to spend so much time fighting yeah. for the water. Yeah. Um, but um, but I'm a fishing guide. And when I, when I go sit in the congressman's office and I explain to him what the water looked like, he knows exactly what – he knows that I'm telling the truth because right. I saw it yesterday Absolutely. and I'm going to see it tomorrow. Yeah. And I think there's a lot of power in that. Yeah. Um, you hinted at, a, hinted at this a little bit, but why do you fight? You know, why do you have so much passion? Um, I don't know how to explain my passion, my mm-hmm. personal passion. I think it's a, I think it's a calling. Um, I think, uh, I got, um, you know, I, I saw positive change mm-hmm. when I started to speak up. Right. And, uh, and I also identified that the younger generations were watching mm-hmm. and they listen and I think they listen better than my generation. They listen better than generations above me. And, um, and so I, I absolutely recognize that responsibility mm-hmm. of true sportsmen right. in every aspect of the outdoor community, whether you're in the woods or on the water, mm-hmm. that the true sportsmen speak up. Right. They realize that if we don't fight for our water, our woods, our wild places, no one will. And if we want to have it for future generations, if we want to protect the legacy of those who came before us, mm-hmm. If we want to pay it, pass something down to our grandchildren, then we have to be the ones to do it. Definitely. Yeah, it's on us. No mm-hmm. one else is going to do it for you. Nope. Yep. Um, so recently there was some initiatives in Florida State Senate, Senate Bill 2508. Um, can you give us a brief rundown about that and maybe an update about what happened and where it is now? Sure. I'll do my best to be brief. Yeah. <laughs> so 2508 was filed as a conforming bill mm-hmm. attached to the appropriations budget. In a conforming bill situation, the public hearing process gets cut from three public hearings over a course of several months mm-hmm. to one public hearing that really isn't set up to hear any of the public's information. Right. Um, it was on, done on purpose. It was a very calculated, you know, attack on Everglades restoration. Um, the effort was to attach Everglades restoration to the appropriations budget, and if we were to cancel the the bill, then the appropriations budget would would um, would send money from the Everglades else, elsewhere. Wow. And also um, send pro- uh, send priority that we had fought for for six years right. for the reservoir, which is what the biggest component of Everglades restoration, um, would redis- reassign priority of that reservoir to other projects within the Everglades restoration yeah. that benefited 
one particular group, the special interest group that's been behind all this. Mm-hmm. Um, so they tried to file it last second and passed decades for the past 50 years it would have gone through no one would have caught it it would have passed and right now we'd be wondering why the reservoir is not being built and why money's being redirected over the other places right the difference today is that we've we've created a scenario where we can catch those things mm-hmm. and we can rally a, a force of stakeholders to show up the next day if necessary mm-hmm. just like we did yeah i got a call from daniel andrews i was on the water with a client he said it was life or death. We need to be in Tallahassee tomorrow. I canceled. I told my client, I'm sorry, the day is over. Mm-hmm. I called every guide I knew and we started driving. Yeah. <clears throat> and that's what it takes. Absolutely. We showed up and when the precedent is set now, mm-hmm. the legislators know that they can't pull crap like that right. anymore. And if right. they do, they better expect 50 fishing guides, mm-hmm. 400 fishing guides to show up at their front door, yeah. park our boats on their front lawn and knock on their door. Yeah. And that's a big deal. For the first time in over 50 years of every glaze restoration fight, mm-hmm. we set a precedent. We They've conceded and eliminated the, 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 bad, the bad language that would have set us back decades. Right. And and that's a, to me, that's a beacon for the entire industry. Yeah. That's what we have to do countrywide, not just in the Everglades. We need to, as a community, speak up, stand up, have each other's back every single time there's an issue like this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, I mean, it was, I was watching the videos and the live streams and everything and I was getting chills, man. I mean, yeah. y'all had your boats out there, your big trucks and you were pulling in front of the Capitol building. Like, Hey, we're here. You yeah. listen to us. You got to, you know what I mean? We're not going anywhere. So what happened with 2508 and where is it now? Yeah. So, um, we also created this call to action campaign. <clears throat> Captains did. And, uh, all of the ambassadors, all the, the outspoken guides, uh, had their followings and promoted, uh, asked people to please send emails just to make calls. And, and we did that. I mean, to the tune of several thousand. Mm-hmm. And, um, as a result, uh, the, the bill went through the Senate was, there was, a, there were several amendments, uh, it went to the house, the house struck most of the language. They, and then they, they went back and forth and finally it, the bill went through, but 95% of the language was gone. Wow. Um, to the extent that most of the fear of the issues are, mm-hmm. are gone. Um, just, a, I mean, and the most impactful stat that I could give you is that over 70% of the signatures that we got on the petition were from out of the state of Florida. Right. And if you look at the map of the country and the, the dots from people who signed, yeah. it, it's like if we shot a shotgun at the, at the, at the, at the map, yeah. it's proof that as right. if we stand as a community, one community, you know, I, I addressed the industry, uh, yesterday morning mm-hmm. and, um, and I, and I looked across the crowd, there was, you know, 500 industry people there. And, um, and I said, you know, I don't, I don't see city lines. Mm-hmm. I don't see county lines. I don't see state lines. I see one very powerful community, a community that represents $400 billion in economic activity in the country, mm-hmm. almost 2% of the GDP. Like when we stand together, nothing can stop us. Absolutely. Yeah. Everyone in between, man, That's you know, right. it matters. And, and so I put that you know, post of the, of the, uh, petition on my social media accounts. And I had people that like friends in state of Washington that are like, Hey man, that's terrible. You know, I signed, check out what's going on in my state. That's Can right. you help me out? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And it's true that everybody needs help. And if we all work together, they're going to hear us. That's right. So it's pretty cool. Well, I really appreciate you being on here today, Benny. It was great talking to you. Um, I hope to have fun at the rest of the show and listen to your kick plastic talk tonight. I'm really excited to hear it. Awesome. So. Well, thank you. Thank you for having me and amplifying the voice. Appreciate absolutely. it. Absolutely. Absolutely. We'll talk to you soon.